27th episode of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast presented by Overdrive. Hi, Adam. How you doing today, Jill? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. We're sitting in what will soon be a really fancy recording studio for ourselves. Right. But our sound person <laughs> who is going to teach us how to use all this isn't here today. So we're sitting around all this awesome equipment and are recording we... this on a phone. <laughs> so, so for all of our listeners, uh, huge news. Ish. Um, in the future, all of our podcasts that are recorded in the studio or in the office are going to sound amazing. They are. No more phone quality <laughs> things. Our interviews will still be over telephone with people. For the so, most part, yeah. So you'll have to yeah. put up with that. But we, the irony of us sitting around these amazing microphones and headphones and all of this soundproofing stuff, and we can't set any of it up I ourselves. We're... So, whatever. <laughs> Um, this episode's gonna be a little bit different. It is. We, because of the short week, everyone's always happy about a holiday, and so am I, until you get to the office and it's t- Tuesday, and you're like, oh god, we don't have <laughs> stuff. Um, so instead of a normal conversation between, like, Jill or I and some people, you're just gonna get, like, 40 minutes of Jill and I talking. Be excited, people. Yeah, woo! Uh, so it's like a intro that never ends. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. Um, but we do have kind of a rundown, so we will give some book recommendations. Um, we got a bunch of emails in the past that we haven't read yet from our listeners, and we do read them ourselves. We haven't we read do. them on the podcast, so right. we'll read some of those. So that'll be good book recommendations from listeners like you. For sure. I feel very, like, PBS, like, and listeners like you! <laughs> Um, it's like NPR. Yeah, it's like NPR. <laughs> Minus the good sound quality and the soothing voices. True. Um, but we also have some really awesome news pertaining to one of us, and then some really awesome news pertaining to both of us. I know. Um, and then we have some fun, just like bookish news about people that we've talked to in the past and all sorts of good stuff. So um, how about... We start with the emails. Okay. Sound good? That sounds good to me. I'll let you tell you what here. You have your glasses on. I don't <laughs> So do you want to... There's a couple of them there's here. There's a couple. All right. Tell you what. Here. You go ahead and go through this. It's real time. This is real time us figuring out what we're doing here. <laughs> this is like very behind the curtains. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is exactly what it's literally pulling back. Like, all right. How awkward are Adam and Jill? Normally we mess up a bunch of intros in a row. We're just going to do this whole, this is going to be a whole long messed up intro. So. <laughs> this is anyway. totally, of course I have to take off my glasses because I'm reading. Okay. Sorry, so- <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, so this is from Annabelle who lives in Virginia and she had um, emailed us uh, asking or telling us how much, you know, she and enjoys the podcast and she listens to them while taking her morning walk or sewing which i think is actually uh, yeah it's a, a good way to multitask absolutely um and although she's retired and has more time to drive to her local library which is only three miles away she finds that there are enough digital titles both to read and listen to to keep her happy oh i know i like that i like that, that too so happy that's the thing about overdrive that's right and actually all about that convenience all about that um <laughs> convenience and so, I do, um, 
her husband, I remember, uh, this was the one about the nonfiction. Oh, right. She yeah. She had said she was really hoping for a nonfiction podcast, which we ended up doing a couple yeah. weeks later, which worked out well. So I hope her husband found some. <laughs> yeah. Some nonfiction. Um, and she also likes the All Guys podcast just to hear different voices and points of view, which I agree with. Well, I completely agree, although I can't really say different voices because my voice is on every podcast. Okay, fair, but, but yeah. Jim and Quinn. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I'm glad that they enjoyed that, and I guess like we said on the podcast, there's always this stereotype, like, guys don't read. I know. And we have an office full of, well, not full of guys, half full of guys. Right. Just about, and almost all of them read, so it was like, yeah, it was a lot of fun. She also said, though, that she's grateful that we stay on topic. I don't know. Oh, no. She's going to hate this one. Oh. (laughs) Sorry, Annabelle. Annabelle, we're so sorry. Um, Well, we're staying on topics, sort of. We have a kind of. We have our outline. So, like, for us, we'll be staying on topic. For our listeners, speaking of pulling back the curtain, this is the first time you and I have ever had, like, a a rundown of, like, here are the things we're going to talk about as opposed to making it up on a fly. So. I know. Staying on on topic. Um, Do you have another one there, or was that the one you had? I do. I have another one. This is from Mark, who was sent an email in reply to our dystopia podcast. Okay. Okay. Um, he comments. He wished we had talked more about what actually, which is what is dystopia. Which, thinking about it, we didn't really do. We just sort of went in assuming everyone knows what dystopia fiction is. Yeah, you're right. So it's a fair criticism mm-hmm. if we do another one or if yeah. we do any other sort of genres like that, we probably should absolutely totally address fair. what the actual, I think given that we like do this for a living, talking yeah. about books, we sort of take for granted. Yeah. That, that people uh, might not be super aware of what, um, he did say it seemed a little odd to hear a discussion about dystopias that didn't mention Brave New World, 1984 or Fahrenheit 451, which uh-huh. are some of the classics and yeah. we had specifically tried to stay away from those mm-hmm. because they're so familiar. Yeah, and we are trying to offer up new book recommendations, Correct. but totally fair point. I mean, yeah. those would be the ones right. that you would expect people. Although we also did talk about, well, I wasn't on that one, but you guys talked about some some classic dystopian ones. But I think A uh, Handmaid's Tale was we talked about. We did talk about, about Handmaid's Tale. Other thing. I, so, yeah, but totally fair. Yeah. So if you're looking for some of the older and more... Classic dystopia, Brave New World, 1984, or Fahrenheit 451. And he had, so he had a few, he gave some more. He did. Right? Yeah. Um, his personal favorite dystopia is the book We. I am not even going to attempt to pronounce the um, author's name, but it is, he said to be careful with the translation. He prefers uh, Natasha R- uh, Randall's modernized version. Um, it was, book We was written in the early 1920s. After um, being coming disenchanted with the Bolshevik Revolution, so oh, interesting, that's good. And he also recommended Ursula Le Guin's *The Dispossessed*, subtitled *An Ambiguous Utopia*. It presents <laughs> two neighboring societies on opposite ends of the political spectrum in order to make a point about how extreme ideologies, whether from the left or the right, crush the human spirit. Nice. That sounds good for current political. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it does. We'll keep moving. I don't want to turn this into... I'm just saying. Yeah, Adam and Jill's... It's not, it wouldn't even be a political debate because we're so in agreement with everything. It would just be us soapboxing. So. <laughs> um, I have one more here Okay. from Mark. Uh, and this one is in reference to our coworker Melissa and I did a 
humorous audiobook recommendation one. You did. We had a blast doing that. Um, he wanted to share some of his own favorites. So his top recommendation is Hollywood Said No by David Cross and Bob Odenkirk. Didn't know that existed. Literally went and borrowed it as soon as he suggested it. Uh, the book contains two unproduced comedy screenplays. The audiobook, however, is a real treat, given uh, giving you both screenplays performed by the cast of Bob and David's hit That's show. That's amazing. Yeah, Mr. Show, which is them. And for those of you who aren't familiar, Bob Odenkirk is Better Call Saul. Um, but, oh, yeah, yeah. Which is what his, his yeah. serious thing that people know him by. But there's this HBO show, series called Mr. Show, and it's... Unbelievable. It's probably my favorite uh, sketch comedy show of all time. Um, and David Cross, you know him from literally everything. I don't have time to go into all the things he's in. Um, but the whole, literally, like Brian Posehn, Paul F. Tompkins, Scott Ackerman, there's so many people in that particular one. So that was a very strong uh, recommendation from him. He also said that Melissa and I uh, named out Patton Oswald, but we didn't mention his two highly worthy audiobooks, Zombie Spaceship Wasteland, amazing name, and Silver Screen Fiend, uh, which he enjoyed both of those. He also recommend Mark. He also recommends Mark Maron's Attempting Normal. I don't know how if I could listen to an entire audiobook of Mark Maron. I don't know. Uh, yeah. He's very. I love Mark Maron's podcast, but I don't know if I could hear him being upset about himself <laughs> for like twelve hours. But yeah, two children. Uh Moshe Kasher's Kasher and the Rye, amazing name, and then he said. A book that he would desperately love to hear is John Cleese narrating his own comedic memoir, which is called So Anyway. Um, so those are all really good. Those I are good. went and borrowed a few of them, and Mark nailed it. So There you go. Yeah. And like I said, if people want to send us more recommendations or what they've been reading or look for recommendations, you can email us at feedback at overdrive.com. We just proved that we read all of those. We, we, do. don't, we don't always read all of them on the podcast. But we do read all of them. But we read yeah. all of them. So... Um, so that's what some of our readers have been reading. Joe, what have you been reading in the past couple of days, weeks? I don't remember the last time we did this. That's okay. Um, over the weekend, I actually read two books. <laughs> of course you did. By the same author. Um, I had an arc for Carol Goodman's The Widow's House, which comes out in, I believe, March. Okay. So I had an advanced reader copy that I read, and mm -hmm. I've been a fan of hers for since her first book came out, um, The Lake of Dead Languages, back in 2006, 2005? I don't know. Sure. Like, a while ago. Like, over 10 years ago, her first book came out, so I was a big fan. Um, so I read The Widow's House, and then I was like, I really like her books. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We haven't, like, read an author in a while. Yeah, absolutely. Sort of forget. And so then um, I went to Overdrive, and I was like, who has what available? <laughs> <laughs> and I checked out The, go uh, the Ghost Orchid. By Carol Goodman, and that was really good as well. Nice. Yeah. How many library cards do you have, by the way? I have two. Okay. I was just wondering. I <laughs> I was just curious, because you said see who had one available. Yeah, I have one for Cuyahoga County mm -hmm. Public Library and one then, for Cleveland Public yeah, Library. Okay, so, okay, those are the same. We, we are fortunate where we live Yeah. in that we could, I think, have limitless number of library cards. It's pretty crazy. Because Ohio, I think, has, like, open policy, I think. Or at least some libraries do. Like, as yeah. long as you're a resident of Ohio. You can get one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, it's also amazing about where we live is Cuyahoga County and Cleveland Public both have ginormous collections. Correct. So that works out pretty well I know. Us. So I have two. Yeah. I've not yet got one from, because I just moved and, and mm -hmm. so I, 
I, I live where there's a an independent library. I've not oh, yeah. yet gotten the library card from there yet. Mm-hmm. They are but through you, Ohio Digital, but yeah. I'm sure I will eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So were those were those yours? I want, yeah, I, I'm trying out. to think. I just um oh I did finish last week the audiobook of uh Troublemaker by Leah Remini, the actress oh, yeah, yeah, she yeah. talks about Scientology. Mm-hmm. She narrates it. Which is just fabulous. Good stuff. It was really, really interesting because nice. she like grew, grew up in Scientology from the mm-hmm. time she was like ten years old or something. Like her whole That's life. That's crazy. So speaking of pulling back the curtain. <laughs> yeah, oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> and I would, I would recommend the audiobook because she, mm-hmm. she reads it herself. And she has such a distinct that. voice, like mm-hmm. that New York accent type thing. And she talks about that actually about when she first got into acting, how some people tried to talk, like tell her to try Not and drop it. the accent. That's yeah. So- God forbid everyone, anyone sound a little bit different. I know. Uh, I know. Come so, on, big what about, Hollywood. <laughs> what about you, Adam? On this episode, Adam takes a stand on random things. Uh, I had a couple of books that I've been reading and finished up. I finished uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Okay. Eh, I, yeah. It's fine. It's Harry Potter. Um, so I love that. My, I do want to just say one thing that... It has been irritating me with... No spoilers, of course. No, no, okay. no. But, like, the whole social conversation of people saying, like, J.K. Rowling needs to just leave the Harry Potter world oh. alone. <laughs> and uh, first off, it doesn't ruin your childhood or ruin your experiences with the other books if she changes something for a new story. You know we're going to get angry emails. I know we are, and I don't care, because I have the microphone, so as they say in <laughs> Wedding Singer, you will listen to every word I have to say. But no, it's like, just take it for what it is. It was an enjoyable story. I like going back to the Harry Potter universe. And I can still read all the other books and watch the other movies and not be affected by it. Like, it doesn't ruin your childhood. The fact that it's going to be a trilogy of movies doesn't mean that it's terrible. (laughs) Like, it's fine. They want to make a bunch of money off of it. Okay. And J.K. Rowling probably... She created this ginormous universe that's amazing. I would want to stay in that, too. It's really cool. So... Whatever. That's my little... Just, I hate everyone getting so mad about it because it's not what they're expecting. So, anywho. Something else I read it was called Whistling Past the Graveyard. On a previous episode I did, I think it was the young adult one, I asked the ladies what types of young adult stuff they would like to see. And the thing I said I wanted was like a new version of Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark as nice. like a young adult. That's, that's what I said I wanted. Like, I like it. Scary stories that don't necessarily have a reason that the thing happened or a happy ending all right. the time. And so I came across this Whistling Past the Graveyard, which is literally that. It's short stories all about some, like, bad, scre- creepy things that happen. They're, like, horror stories for young adults. It's really, really great. It's by Jonathan... I want to say Mayberry, but it's M-A-B-R-R-Y. So Mabry, maybe? Okay. But it looks like Mayberry. Um, so really good, perfect for kind of fall, um, that kind of stuff. And I've been reading one more book that's amazing. I got an arc <laughs> of it. Um, you wrote a book. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that, Jill. I actually did know that, Adam. Yeah. So Jill wrote a book and we're going to talk way about it, way more about it in the, in the future, but it's called Running with a Police Escort. And... It's not just because I know you and we're friends, but it's amazing and wonderful, and everyone should go pre-order it right now. It is available for pre-order mm-hmm. on Overdrive. Where can they find it other than Overdrive? It is also available for pre-order on 
Amazon currently is just the hardbook edition. Eventually, the ebook version will be available for pre-order as well. Mm -hmm. um, it's on Barnes and Noble, I believe, both in hardback and their yeah. Nook version as well. And like I said, we will talk about this way more in the future. <laughs> but I just want to tell you, uh, I've told you in person and via text and via Twitter, but I'm going to tell you on the podcast too. It's inspiring and wonderful, and I'm so proud of you, and you're awesome. And Thanks, Adam. I can't wait for everyone to read it and hear more about it in a future episode that we're yeah. going to talk about. So. so that was big news thing number one. <laughs> do you want to talk about big news thing number two? I do. Oh, my God, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're more excited about this than the book that you wrote that is coming out. I am more excited about this than <laughs> okay, <go ahead. laughs> my own book. <laughs> I'll let you get really excited. Uh Proceed. So, um, like we mentioned, Cuyahoga County Public Library is one of our local libraries mm -hmm. here. And like many libraries, they have fun book author readings and signings and, and whatever. Yeah. And um, coming in December to Cleveland mm -hmm. at Cuyahoga County Public Library is Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming. The actor. I'm so excited. The magical, magical actor. And we... Uh-huh, uh-huh. What do we get to do? <laughs> we get to talk and interview him. We get to talk and interview Alan Cumming in person. In person. In front of a literal audience. <laughs> um, I'm so, so excited. I know. It's going to be so much fun. It is going to be fun. So he is coming. I should probably have his... I believe it is December 4th. December 4th was the one I was going to guess, too. Yes. I believe it is December 4th that he is coming. Mm -hmm. Um, for our local listeners. Yes. So while you're looking that up, um, everyone who may happen to be in the Cleveland area or within driving distance of Cleveland and wants to see Alan coming, talk to us. Like, <laughs> pretend for one second you're coming to meet us. You're coming to right. see Alan coming. Um, but if you go to Cuyahoga County Public Library's page, they have their author event stuff all there, and it'll give you information on registering and, and signing up, and I think you might have some more information on there now. I do. It is um, Sunday, December 4th from 3 to 4 p.m. at the Parma Snow Branch, which is their main branch. It has this fabulous auditorium. It's my library. Is That's it really? literally my library, yeah. Parma Snow Branch, um, and yeah, Alan Cumming. It is a ticketed event. I don't know if that means you have to... I think they just want to have a, a number, a number yeah. so they don't get, like, overwhelmed. Yeah. So tickets will go on sale Tuesday, September 13th. Mm -hmm. So if any of our local listeners... Yeah, so... That, that would be Tuesday. This yeah. Upcoming this, Tuesday. Yeah, but, tickets will yeah, be literally this coming Tuesday, so... Um, books. He He's had um, one memoir come out, Not My Father's Son, which was an instant New York Times bestseller, and he has an upcoming one called You Gotta Get Bigger Dreams, My Life in Stories and Pictures. Listen so. to the audiobook of his memoir. But we talk about it all the time how it's fun to hear them. To... First off, he has the most magical voice. Right. Of all time. His memoir, Not My Father's Son, it, you're gonna cry a bunch. Sure. But Naturally. Oh, he, I would listen to him read Right. An encyclopedia. Too. Agreed. He's so fantastic. So Agreed. Again, if you're a local person and you want to meet Jill and I, but more importantly, you want to see Alan Cumming talk, to go sign up for this. We're yeah. so excited. Also, conveniently, it's our one-year anniversary show. 
It will be our one year. Yeah, it'll yeah. be our one year anniversary um, show. Not this one. That would be a horrible wait 20 minutes into the podcast. To, no, no, no. Yeah. When the Alan Cumming episode goes live. That's going to be our one year anniversary. It will be our one year anniversary. Yeah, which is crazy talk. It's, Magical. Um, so it's that all worked out so splendidly. And we'll have more author interviews. With We're going to try and do a bunch more author interviews in the future where it's both of us. And, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> behind the curtain pool again. So we can practice, <laughs> so we don't make a fool of ourselves in front of Mr. Cumming. Um, but I have been told that life is a cabaret, and I'm hoping he can confirm that for us. I'm not even touching that one. <laughs> it's just too much, because then you like to start on the whole. I know. I'm so off. On the, uh, the moment when we found out that we were doing this, it was like, like I said, you have have a book coming out <laughs> around the same time, a little bit after that. But Almost your, exactly a month later. Your excitement <laughs> for this, more than having a published book with your name on it, cracks me up <laughs> to no end. And I love it so much. <laughs> you're more excited about this. So. I am. I am. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah. So we've got some bookish news, but are there other things you want to talk about? With Alan Cumming, or your book, or just anything else before we talk about some fun bookish news things that I had? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so here's a few things that are just fun, and we can kibitz on them. Uh, one of the podcast interviews we did in the past was by a debut author, it was with a debut author named Nathan Hill. I talked to him at one of the ALAs, or PL. I don't actually remember where, I think it was in Orlando. Um... He wrote a book called The Knicks, and it's ridiculously good. Um, <laughs> sometimes when I read these books, before they come out, it's... I mean, I'm guilty of having, like, the New York Times and USA Today and all these other places kind of, like, suggest what the best books coming out are. Right. But when I get the arcs of them from the publishers, I don't really know what to expect. And so I read it, and I was like, in my mind, like, okay, I think this book is unbelievable. <laughs> But I'm, I want confirmation. Uh, it is. Everyone is talking about this book. Uh, it came out just a few weeks ago. It's Nathan's first book that he's ever written, which is pretty ridiculous. Uh, but the reason that I wanted to bring it up is I saw yesterday, it's becoming a television series produced by J.J. Abrams and starring the queen of all queens, Meryl Streep, just the coolest lady in the world. And I want to reach out to Nathan and be like, so how, how's that? How do you, <laughs> how do you feel about that? But yeah, it's, that's, it's yeah. always really cool when you see people that you've gotten to meet who just are normal human beings. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, they're like the biggest deal in the literary world right now. So yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Are you trying to find when I, I am, um, I think it was in Orlando. I think we talked at ALA. Uh, the annual conference, if I remember correctly. Okay. And, um, but yeah, his book is called The Knicks. Uh, if you're gonna borrow it from your public library, I would recommend doing it immediately because, like I said, it's a bestseller right now. So maybe people around you haven't been, become aware of it yet. So you can hop on there before there's a really long waiting list. But, um, maybe give yourself the max amount of time to read it because it is 600 pages. That's a long time. That's, That's a, a lot. Long book. That's a That's lot long of book. page. Yeah. Um, that's okay. So, yeah. But it was, that was really cool. Like I said, it was awesome to see. I was scrolling through like IMDb last night. Right. I was like, 
the Knicks. I know what I that is. I know that That's is. exciting. Um, some other fun news. Uh, Lisa Fenn, the interview that we had, I think, last week. Yes. Uh, her book, Carry On, is also becoming a movie. Uh, people are calling it The Next Blind Side. So definitely go check that out. Uh, we mentioned before, but she had a couple of stories on ESPN mm-hmm. about uh, D'Artagnan and Leroy, the two uh, young men who grew up in the inner cities of Cleveland, and one of them lost his legs when he was really young in a train accident, and the other one is legally blind, and kind of their bond, and all sorts of fun stuff about them, and they're just really cool people. But yeah, her b- book, Carry On, is becoming a movie. Um, we have the next big library read coming up in October. Which I'm very excited about. I know. I'm very excited about it, too. We're not going to talk about... I know. ...the book that got picked. I know. Um, I will just say, if you're familiar with our podcast, if you've been listening for a while, like, say, I don't know, the beginning, (laughs) you'll be able to figure out that it's an author you may have heard of and someone that we've talked to. Right. And I just, I couldn't be more excited. I am. It should be good. It's, oh, it's going to be so good. I'm so pumped for people and, to read. And I hope book. we can talk to the author again as like a follow-up. Yeah, I think we're going to be able to. I think this author will make time for that. I think so too. Um, but if you want to get some more information about Big Library, just go to biglibrary.com. Uh, if you're new to either the podcast or Overdrive in general, Big Library is a digital book club that we do three or four times a year. Mm-hmm. And it, we just make one ebook and sometimes ebook and audiobook available to everyone around the world at the same time. Yep. Uh, we <clears throat> put it on all the library pages and people can go read about it. They, or they can go read the book. They don't have to wait on any wait list. There's no holds. Uh, we have a discussion board at biglibrary.com. Um, yeah, it's a really cool kind of social experiment that we it did. is it's fun i i like knowing like reading the same book as all these other people yeah all at the same time it's, yeah it's just a really cool and i've asked the authors a few times i'm like so what does it feel like to have literally tens of thousands if not hundreds of thousands of people reading a book at the same time and just like it's kind of cool like they yeah. all and it's yeah it's it pretty is cool. nice to see um so yeah we'll have more information about it soon i wish we could talk about i know book it is but I'll get yelled at by all the people about me if I do that. Um, yeah. So be on the lookout for mm-hmm. big library read info announcement. Yeah. When, do you know when they're announcing it? Uh, we will be announcing it, <clears throat> I want to say September 21st or 22nd. Okay. So, But the actual event starts October 13th. Right. So you can, if you have a book club that you're a part of and you guys want to kind of plan accordingly and use the, the our digital book club. Uh, as what your book club would be, would be, we have a discussion guide on mm-hmm. bigweblery.com for everything. So it's pretty easy. We kind of do that part for you. You don't have to come up with questions or anything. Um, do you know what else is coming up next week? Another fun event? I do. Yeah? What is it? It's reading ebook day. It's reading ebook day. A week from today on September 16th. I'm yes, so excited. I'm excited too. It's so much fun. Um, again, another website. Go to readingebookday.com. We like building websites around here. It's fun to do. We're like Squarespace. I know. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to sponsor us, Squarespace, that's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, no, reading New Book Day is just like a celebration of digital reading. So we made a holiday because you're allowed to do that you in the can. world. You can. When you have a big audience, you can promote it. Um, we have a bunch of stuff on there, including author interviews. 
a lot of fun stuff. But what's cool for our end users is they have the ability to win tablets from us. Mm -hmm. So if you go to readanebookday.com, you'll get some information about it. But just use the hashtag ebooklove, all one word, on September 16th. Tell us what book you're reading and how you like to read and maybe send us a fun picture of you reading an ebook anywhere, on a plane, on a train, get all Dr. Susie on you. <laughs> um, yeah, and you have a chance. We'll we'll pick uh, a bunch of winners that day and we'll send you um, a free Android tablet courtesy of Overdrive. So, and for our libraries that are listening, if you use that hashtag ebooklove, you can win content credit in, for Marketplace. We'll, we're going to give away a bunch of $1,000 content credits. So, which means more ebooks. Which means more ebooks and audiobooks and everything that you can your buy. Readers, yeah, yeah uh, it's... I don't know how our executives let me do this because we don't make any money off of reading right. day, but they're totally fine with me giving away a bunch of stuff. So I'm not going to ask questions. It's all about creating reading happiness, Adam. That's right. It's Oh, look at you. So on brand. Nice job. Um, so yeah, that'll be literally September 16th, but go to readingbookday.com. We do a little fun stuff around our office. We do. Um, do you want to tell people what we do around here? Yeah, we take one of our big meeting rooms mm-hmm. and turn it like into a little local cafe yeah it's so much fun there's like coffee with <laughs> all day coffee yeah we're just... we have all day coffee anyway but it feels fancier <laughs> yeah for... <laughs> yeah you take our like crafts of coffee and put them in a different room and put some soft music behind it we're like ooh, coffee <laughs> as if you can't go to one of our like five i think last year they also had like 15 different coffee creamers <laughs> yeah that's true well yeah and then they do like pumpkin coffee and yeah um one and of everybody the, i remember like like everybody like writes down the books they're reading too, yeah which is sort of fun a lot of our libraries do this too we have these quarter sheet i don't know why i always do this with my hands on a podcast <laughs> i'm like it's a quarter sheet it's about this big you can't see me but we have these quarter sheets that say like i'm reading this for reading ebook day and people will write in what they're doing and we'll have a big wall of all those um my favorite thing that we do all day is we're gonna we set up a, a stream with that hashtag that ebook love we do and so people can see in real time yeah. like people tweeting about reading the book, reading ebook day all around the world it's really fun yeah so. it's just kind of fun taking time out of the day yeah going downstairs and yeah we also do literary I think we're gonna do literary t-shirts thing so everyone like yes. wherever yeah I know you get excited about that how do I pick <gasps> you have so many options my problem <sighs> guys Jill has the coolest t-shirts and dresses. And I almost just, wore my Harry Potter dress today, but I did not. I do think I know I'm. I, I got it. I gotta know what I'm gonna wear. And you accessorize. You have like your dark mark earrings and your. Yeah, s- I go okay. When I go Harry Potter, I go like all full on Harry but Potter. But it's not outfit. just Harry Potter with you. You have like your Doctor Who. No, I know, but like the Harry Potter one though. Oh no, I know. It's amazing when you put everything <laughs> together. Was it was it was last week, right? You had, you were giving a presentation. I was giving a presentation last week, and I had my T-shirt from the Harry Potter Alliance, uh-huh. which said, "Books turn Muggles into Wizards." Mm-hmm. I had my dark mark earrings and yep. my Slytherin watch. Ah, oh, you're the best. <laughs> you, I'm gonna steal your hoodie one day. That like you have this Slytherin. I have a Slytherin hoodie. hoodie. I'm not even a Slytherin, and I love it. It's well. They sell all the houses. I know they do, <laughs> but I see, I get, every time I see you in it, I'm like, oh, I want to get that. It's amazing. Yeah, I have that. I have, I think I might, I might, I might be slithering it up next week. Good. Yeah, you should. But anyway, if you guys are celebrating, <laughs> yeah, man, if you guys want to celebrate your ebook day, again, use that hashtag ebook love. Send us, if you're wearing a literary t-shirt, send us a picture. Let yeah, us know. Yeah, I want to see. Yeah, we, we like seeing those. There's, they're lots of fun. I think I wore one with 
cat in the hat one year it said cool story bro yeah which is nowhere near as good as the harry potter ones but that's okay <laughs> um so yeah a few other just small things some other people that we interviewed uh don kurtagich who i've mentioned multiple times is my new best friend right and zoraida cordova they both had book birthdays this week their that's books fun. came out on the same day on september 6th which was tuesday so don's new book is called and the trees crept in if you've listened to like any of the last five podcasts you've heard <laughs> me say uh, and the trees crept in has become my new like ready player one where i talk about it every single okay. episode that's fair uh and then zoraida cordova's book is called labyrinth lost which is uh kind of about like witches and it's like a YA fantasy book. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun too. So Dawn's book and the trees crept in is kind of like a psychological thriller type of a thing again for YA. So both of those are really fun. They both came out this week. I'm sure you'll see them all over the place because they're both very talented writers. Yes. Um, oh, is there other fun stuff you want to talk about? Those are all the things I had planned. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> You did a very good job coming up with... I was so proud of myself. A list. Not only did I make a list, I sent it to you ahead of time (laughs) so we knew about it. You did send it to me ahead of time. Yeah. I just realized that people are probably... Should we do the whole intro music at the beginning of this? Because if we don't, people are going to be like, when is that in? When is this intro going to (laughs) end? I just realized there's... I... The thing about that, we should have... Like the music just right at the very beginning. Either at the beginning or we should have like built in an intro. Yeah, which we half didn't an do. hour ago. Also, yeah, we're now talking about this in real time. Uh I'm so good at podcasting. He doesn't even know. We That's actually fine. had this whole conversation a couple weeks ago, guys, about how when we first started doing these intros, uh-huh. we <laughs> we went like okay, think of it like selfies, you know? <laughs> No, no, finish the, finish the thought. <laughs> but, like, you take pictures of selfies, and you you pick the best one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we used to do that with intros. We did. And <laughs> we, we would, would record, like, we would start recording, and then, like, five seconds in. We'd just start laughing. And one of us would mess up, or we'd mm-hmm. start laughing, and we'd just start recording. Well, and then there was, the, the best parts was, so there's been a few times where we both, one of us wasn't in the office, or one right. of us was traveling, so one of the other one would do the intro by ourselves. Yeah. There's been other times when we had to do intros by ourselves because we couldn't be in the same room together because we would just start laughing. So you would look at me and be like, I'll record this intro <laughs> later. That is true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we used to, not only in the beginning did we mess up a bunch, but we also like were really particular about like, okay, we need to make sure we say this, this, <laughs> this, did. and this. And now we're just like, well, we're just going to talk. It was a little stiff. Yeah. There were a little... Well, and now, because we've been doing this for so often, and you and I are buddies now, we, like, at the beginning, it's like, we need to make sure we hit all these things, and now, it's, I feel like when we do our intros, like, a couple of times a week, it's like our chance to catch up with each other. That is true. So it's like, that is true. let's let everyone else hear about how our days are going, because they're probably super interested. <laughs> Whatever. So you got 35 minutes into this podcast, you had to have expected that it's just us BSing around, so. Um, okay, well, that was fun. That was fun. As the, I think the nerdist would call this a hostful podcast, <laughs> two of us. Um, we'll get back on track after this. On Monday, there will be a interview ready and waiting for you in your subscription inbox on your iTunes and everywhere else. I actually want to know what our listeners think about our new schedule. Yeah. I would be interested to know. Like, do they like having, you know, Mondays be an interview day and then mm-hmm. having Thursdays? Yeah. 
I would be. I, mean, I like it. Yeah, I'm. That's a really good point. I'm interested too, because I do like when I have a podcast that has multiple shows in a week. It's nice to know what to expect. Right. Um. So yeah, let us know. Send us an email. Feedback at overdrive.com or tweet at overdrive libs. I'm sure eventually you've or by now you've probably seen Jill and I's Twitter handles on there as well. So it's you true. Can tweet at us directly if you, you want. You can as well. Yes. Yeah, that would be good to know. Um. Yeah, next week we'll go back on track with an interview, and then I'm sure we'll have a recommendation episode. That I'm we sure, and have. hopefully it'll be in our fancy little up and running. It better be. <laughs> Sitting in a studio and not getting to use the fancy uh, I know. equipment. I'm is... just like staring at the microphones. I know, they're beautiful. They are beautiful. <sighs> Whatever, okay. All right, anything else you want to wish people on this Friday? No, just have a good weekend. Do lots of reading. Mm-hmm. And if you don't listen to this till Monday, have a great week. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, okay. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on our fun little, really a catch-up for the two of us to hang out and, and get an excuse to spend 40 minutes in a room together chatting. So <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast. Readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode from Overdrive.com, and our library friends can add these titles to their collections and marketplace. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.